It was a beautiful weekend in the world of sports. Make no mistake about that. And it was a beautiful NFL Sunday. We saw the Broncos handle their business yeah. last night. We saw a five-game winning streak come to an end for the Minnesota Vikings. We saw the Jets stink up the joint. They didn't just stink up New York City and the New York tried area. They stunk up the entire state of New York. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But here's all you need to know. It's Monday. It's first take in the house. Molly's back in the house. And my boy, Club Shay. Shay, a.k.a. Shannon Sharp, decide to show up from L.A. Decide to show up from L.A. Yeah. You're you good? You're good. I'm good. It's I'm a little great. cold outside. I'm, you I'm all right? Great. I'm great. You all right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. He says he's all right. That means we are all right. First takes in the house. Let's roll. All out blitz on the way. Get it up, Russ. Russ throws the ball to the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Denver. That is Portland Sutton. 63 seconds left are in front of the Vikings. Defense found a way at the end of the game and hung on. What a great victory for this Denver Broncos team. And this will be the sweetest kneel down play that Russell Wilson's had in quite some time. Final score, Denver 21, Minnesota 20. Welcome to First Take. Thank you for being with us. The crew is back together, except Dan Orlovsky, obviously, who's in Kansas City uh, ahead of the huge game. We can't wait for that. We'll get into that in just a moment. It's good to see you. Good to see yeah. you. To the white Urkel over there. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's up with that damn outfit? I mean, you're going to show up on First Take. I don't give a damn if you're on the road. You're you showing up with a hoodie, with a collar hanging out and stuff like that. I mean, what the hell is that about? That's a sweater, Stephen A. He even matched his wedding ring to uh, to the sweater, so he paid attention to detail. Dan, Stephen A, it's a it's a hoodie sweater from Banana Republic. Number one, I got in late last night. Okay, so let let's just let's just go. Let's just rally. Let's just oh. get the show going because you've had two weeks of beatdowns versus me. Oh, so please. I get it. You're oh, trying please. to kind did of you distract. Come, did you come to debate or send an email? That's I'm, just, right. I'm confused right now. Are you going to send an email that or are you going funny. to debate? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know. That was a good one. I see you guys. Dan you guys are like magicians. Good to have you in person, sir. <laughs> I'm good to be back. Good to be back. Two weeks in a row we get to be in person. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's right. Yeah. I mean, if the weather was nice, I would come more often. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I can't leave that. LA for this. I'm on my way back to LA. Just make no mistake. I'm coming back there. Let's roll. Oh, All right, guys. Oh, my gosh. Let's go. All right. Shannon, how about your Broncos? Yeah, the yeah. turnaround. Let's talk about it. So they started 1-5, now on the league's longest win streak at four in a row. Thanks to this, Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton hook up for a game-winning TD as the Broncos rally to end the Vikings' five-game winning streak, 21-20. A gritty win. Dan Orlovsky is trying to put on a gritty performance today. He's a little tired. Uh, last night, Russell Wilson threw his 12th career go-ahead pass tired. touchdown. With a minute and 15 seconds remaining, that's tied for the fourth most in the final two minutes of regulation and overtime in NFL history. So with that being said, Shannon, who deserves more credit for this turnaround? Would you put it more on Russell or Sean Payton? Well, maybe it's a combination, but I think Russ has played really, really well over the last since this winning streak took place. Okay. The Broncos defense is doing a great job of taking the ball away, and Russ hasn't turned the ball over nearly as much as he did earlier, especially last year. But I thought last night game specifically was about Russell Wilson because Sean Payton constantly put them behind the eight ball. Dio, you know this. There's only so many times that you're going to overcome second and ten, third and eight, 
at some point in time, give them an opportunity, a fair opportunity to get something positive on first down. They run the ball, Javante, run the ball with P. Ryan. At what point in time do you say, you know what, guys, let's try something else. Let's try something short. Let's throw the ball on first down. And if you go back, they were second and 10, second and 12, third and eight, third and nine. And that's a very difficult thing to overcome. The Broncos also shot themselves in the foot with penalties because they could have put this game away a lot earlier and not made it as, as uh, climactic as they made it, considering they kicked five field goals when they had an opportunity to score touchdowns. But I thought this game specifically was about Russ, and I'm going to give a Russ a lot of the credit because I beat him up last year, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. So I'm not here to apologize and say, oh, Russ is the savior now because he deserved everything that he got. And on this uh, particular play that you see, this is what being a number one is all about, Stephen A., is that I'm going to put the ball up. I'm going to give you an opportunity, and one or two things need to happen. Either you get this a touchdown or it's an incomplete, uh, incomplete pass. I am not going to let that uh, corner intercept this ball. Russ put it up. They came with an all-out blitz, and Russ beat the blitz. Corbin Sutton made a great play. But I'm going to give Russ the lion's share of the credit. I'm going to say probably 70-30 Russell Wilson because it doesn't matter about the head coach. Right. If the quarterback doesn't play well, you're not going to win. We'll discuss that a little later with the Jets. We, we absolutely, I get where you're coming from, Shannon, but I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you. Okay. That's because we can't look at just last night in a vacuum when we're talking about ask, answering a question as to whether or not Russell Wilson deserves the most credit as opposed to Sean Payton. I will remind you that just weeks ago they were giving up 33 points a game. Yeah. And now it's 17 a game mm-hmm. over the last six over the last four or five weeks or so. And take we the ball Vince, away. We got to give Vance Joseph yeah. a lot of credit as defensive coordinator because I thought he should have been looking for another <laughs> job after they gave up 70, 70 to the Miami or whatever. Yeah. When you got a 70-piece thrown on you, that is a problem. But weeks one through six when they allowed a NFL worth 33 points per game, including 70 in week three, roll loss to Miami. Ever since then, like I said, 17 points a game. So we got to take that into consideration. Okay. Last night, 57.9% quarterback pressure rate, fifth highest in the NFL. We got to pay attention to that. Two sacks, three tackles for a loss, 10 quarterback hits. This is last night. Why do I bring up all of this about Sean Payton, who really his signature is offense, 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 which is why I get you giving Russell Wilson credit mm-hmm. instead of him. But remember, guys, we were throwing all the heat in Sean Payton's direction because he called out Nathaniel Hackett. Right. He talked about how organizationally, from top to bottom, it was an absolute mess in Denver. Whether it was you, whether it was me, whether it was Olaski, whether it was R.C., Ryan Clark, and others, we all talked about Rex Ryan included. We talked about how classless it was for Sean Payton to do what he did in calling out Nathaniel Hackett. Well, even though it was classless and we all concede that at the end of the day, he looking like a damn prophet right Right. now because you see how the Jets offense looking. I heard you this morning on Get Up, Dan Olowski. We'll get to that later. But you pointed out how awful the Jets look when we're talking about, you can't just talk about Zach Wilson. You're talking about collectively, schematically, everything that you're seeing in New York. It's an absolute mess. Well, who's the offensive coordinator? It happens to be the former head coach for the Denver Broncos. Now Sean Payton gets there. And all of a sudden, they got the longest winning streak in the NFL right now, okay? They're a 500 team after starting out 1-5. Mm-hmm. Their defense is one of the best defenses in the NFL over the last four weeks. Haven't given up more than 22 points in a game. We saw the level of pressure they applied to Joshua Dobbs last night. They were coming after him, particularly in that last drive. They just suffocated him. You got to give credit where credit is due. Never in our wildest dreams, watching the Denver Broncos from weeks ago, did we believe we would see what we've been seeing over the last four weeks. 
That's leadership from the top I'm talking about in terms of your right. coaching. It starts with Sean Payton. He's showing he's not just some offensive mind. He's not just a delegator. He's an overseer and a leader when it comes to this football team. And you can see the respect that the team has for him. That's why I say it's him instead of Russell Wilson right now. Especially when you went two for 12 on third downs offensively. I'm not going to give Russell Wilson but so much credit. I appreciate the fact that he ain't turned over the ball in the last four games. Yeah. But I ain't going to give him but so much credit. Okay. What's the guy, Dio? No, that, that's a good word on, on that coaching staff, Stephen A. I would say this, though. Russell Wilson's back to being the top 10 quarterback. No doubt. And, and, and that's why, for me, this is Russell. To go through what Russell went through last year. Russell was dragged last year. Dervantly and I had felt Dio. not – on himself. Not, I don't I – don't, I, don't, I never agreed with that. I never Russell, agreed with that. Dio, I, I the man has 16 well, touchdowns in 17 games. I felt the situation games. was bad. What'd you say? He threw for 16 touchdowns, and I think he missed a game in like 15 games. That's unacceptable for a quarterback of his stature. Yeah, but he, Shannon, he was dragged. Like, he was mocked. Go back to September of this year, six, seven weeks ago. People were saying, oh, my gosh, he's terrible. He was never terrible this year. The fact that he went through last year and allowed everyone to say what they said about him, again, we can criticize the play, but was said about him and to get himself back to being a top 10 quarterback, he's playing top 10 quarterback ball. He's got the best. I think he's got like 20 touchdowns and four picks. And, 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 and in many ways, Stephen A., I do want to give you credit for pointing out the Sean Payton part of this because he has gotten Russell, not all the time, to play a little bit of a, a way that we haven't seen from Russell. Russell's gotten way more control at the line of scrimmage than he's ever had. He's playing in rhythm a little bit more than he ever has. And that's allowed some of the late game playmaking. He's been way more willing to make plays like this, the check downs. Russell's never taken check downs. So I, I, I do want to give Sean Payton credit. But the fact that Russell Wilson has gotten himself back to playing, and how many quarterbacks, let's, let's just have an honest conversation here. How many quarterbacks this season, in the middle of November, Thanksgiving, are playing this year better than Russell Wilson? Seven, eight guys? Guys, hold on for a second. Help, help me out here. I'll defer. I'll okay. defer. Okay. Um, the Broncos' first nine drives resulted in five field goals and four punts, two for 12 on third downs. Mm -hmm. We gonna really, Again, I appreciate the fact that Russell Wilson looks better. And obviously, 19 touchdowns to just four turnovers is something impressive. I'm not it's trying to say that. Best in the NFL. It, it's, it's best in the NFL. I'm not trying to take anything away from Russell Wilson. He has reminded us of what he once was and what he is Correct. capable of, particularly when it comes to closing the deal. But in the same breath, it's not like we're seeing something prolific here. I mean, the reality of the situation is, is that we, we, we're basically applauding him for not being what the hell he was last season. Right. And, and, that, and that, that's what and, we're doing. And to, my, and, and to Stephen A's point, Dio, think about it. We're not seeing – we just asked him not to be what he was last year. Is that asking too much? I mean, give him credit. I mean, the check downs, take the check downs. Right. Because he hit P. Ryan. Everything, they backing out, they backing out. He dumped it to P. Ryan. P. Ryan get a first down. He gets out of bounds. Mm -hmm. So he's playing well. He's not turning the ball over. They beat Kansas City, took the ball five, took the ball away five times. They beat Buffalo on the road, took the ball away four times. 
took the ball away last night another three times. So you're talking about nine t- takeaways in the last three ball games. You're going to win a lot of ball games if your quarterback, if your offense doesn't turn it over. But I thought they won the game last night in, st- in, st- in, uh, in spite of Sean Payton for the simple fact is the calls on first down. At some point in time, it's hard for you to overcome second and 10, second and 12, third and long. There's only so many of those great calls that you have on your play sheet in a given game. And I thought Russell managed that game really well and kept the game close. And when they needed him to make a play, he did what he normally did, especially when he was in Seattle. He made a play. Shannon, I don't disagree with you about some of the early down play calls. I completely agree with that. Stephen A., to your point of some of the red zone stuff, that's not a Russell Wilson thing right now, though. Even if you go back to the the Bills game, their two touchdowns are two unbelievable plays by Russ. Last night is more of a sign of— We're talking cumulative, though. But their red zone issues last night are a little bit more of— like they, they don't have elite playmakers on the outside. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton is starting to play a little bit better, and obviously the game winner is big boy go up and make a play— but the red zone inefficiency is more attached to their offensive line's not great and their mm. perimeter players aren't spectacular rather than, wow, Russell Wilson's well, not getting it done in the red zone. Russell's playing. And I, I, how many, like I have the list here for guys that I, to the top of my head, think that are this year playing better than Russ CJ Stroud, um, Patrick, Josh Allen, right. Dak. Jalen, Purdy, Trevor Lawrence, maybe him. He's played top 10 ball, oh, can I throw this? and that's a credit to him because he doesn't have what those guys either. have. I don't know about that either, but let me ask you this, and I'll throw this to you. I thought I'd throw this what? to you, Shannon. Yes. I'll throw this to you as well. Russell Wilson, sixth game this season, targeting receivers out of the backfield at a 30% rate. That's only happened. No other quarterbacks has more than two such games this year. He's done it six games this year because your receivers can't gain separation. Correct. You can't do that, so you're targeting stuff out of the backfield. Well, if I'm dipping and dunking into guys and they're making plays after the catch on their own, mm-hmm. how much of that does Russell Wilson deserve credit for? I'm just asking. Because I think the thing is that Russ normally would take chances and try to force the ball. And so we saw some of that last year. Instead of taking a check down, sometimes you'll never grow broke taking a profit. Okay. It's when you risk too much that leaves your belly up. Cool. So for him to check it down to a Javante or to check it down to P. Ryan, right. kudos to him because in his mind, Russ is a playmaker. Okay. Russ likes to push the ball down the field. But the thing that he realizes, Dio, is that I don't have the guys right. that I can consider. But I could also come to Sean Payton for that. I could also sit up there and say Sean Payton is real to men in a way that Nathaniel Hackett did not. And Dan Olavsky, just for the record, there's nothing wrong with asking the question. No. You all incredulous, pulling your <laughs> eyebrows up and stuff like that, like you, you try to be, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't even want to say what you're trying to be from, from Zoo, I don't know Zoolander. whether Zoolander or Austin Powers, the spy would shag me, but I don't understand what, the, I just asked the question. I just asked the question to a football expert like yourself. That's all I did. Go ahead, Molly. Yeah, the biggest thing I think Sean Payton You asked that question with intent. It changed the culture. Got it. Mm. Let's get to to another quarterback maybe at a turnaround this weekend with a coaching change. The Buffalo Bills sailed to a 32-6 victory over the New York Jets in Joe Brady's first game as interim OC. The beatdown started right from the first play. The Bills now improved to 6-5 on the season and 8th in the AFC. Now keep in mind, OC Ken Dorsey fired last week, but Sean McDermott isn't crediting that move to their turnaround. I saw a little bit more of his personality and our offense's personality. Um, and this is nothing about what had happened before or with, with Coach Dorsey. It's more of just us getting back to um, 
you know, just an energy on offense and, and um, guys, you know, like you said, having some fun. This isn't an offense that was broken. You know, we've, we've been playing close to where we need to play. And um, today it felt like we, we played close to not as good as we can play, but we played obviously better. All right, S.A., tell me this. Are Josh Allen and the Bills back on track? Hell no. How are we going to possibly say that because they beat Zach Wilson and the Jets last night? Thank you. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's, that's, could you come to me in three weeks? They've got the Eagles next week and then a bye and then Kansas City and then Dallas December 17th. Can we talk on December 18th, one week before Christmas after that? The last seven weeks before yesterday, the previous seven weeks, the Buffalo Bills hadn't scored 25 points. Hadn't scored more than 25 points. You're not, but, oh, but, but, you're not but, impressed but, but, in a but, game but, where Zach Wilson was let, 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 me, let me tell you something. There's a level of empathy and sympathy that I have for the New York Jets defense because I know their defense is better. Right. The fact is they're demoralized because they know they have no chance. Look at them when a team scores first. They're almost deflated because they know their offense yeah. can't do a damn thing because their quarterback is god-awful. Now, Zach Wilson, he's not all at fault. I was listening to you this morning, uh, D.O., on Get Up, and I get your point about schematically and all that stuff. We get to Nathaniel Hackett yet again. Yeah. We, well, are we throwing him on our shoulders now? Are we talking about what a victim he was now because Sean Payton was classless and calling him out, albeit accurate when he did so? Are we doing that now? Hell no. Because the only reason Nathaniel Hackett is an offensive coordinator in this NFL is because Aaron Rodgers is his guy. About and Aaron Rodgers came to the New York Jets, so he arrived there. He got the head coaching job in Denver because Denver was pursuing Aaron Rodgers, right. and they thought they had a shot to get him. So they hired him as the head coach. He has been god-awful. And uh, Are you ready, New York Jets, to host him on your shoulders now? I don't think so. Your offense is trash. Dak Wilson is trash. He can't – listen – He's one of those dudes, not, not you in California because of warm weather and all that stuff. You, know, you ain't trying to be in New York. I get that. But let me tell you a little something about New York, okay? Zach Wilson got a hard time going out for dinner. I'm trying to tell you right now. Yeah. They spot him at dinner in the, street, in the streets of New York City. It's going to be a problem. They want him. He needs to be Uber Eats. And what, what else can you come up with? He needs to be ordering stuff to get to. Nobody wants to see him. Right. Nobody wants to see him. They can't <laughs> ship him out of town fast enough, okay? This is what that's about. I want to hear anything about the Buffalo Bills. I'm concerned they had a bye week yesterday. Come to me in a month. When they go up against the Eagles, the Chiefs after the bye week, and the Dallas Cowboys, and when they handle their business in games of that magnitude, right. we can bloviate about the Buffalo Bills and being there's a return to football, quality football in Western New York. Until that time, shut the hell up and go out there and prepare for a real NFL opponent because you didn't go up against one offensively in the New York Jets yesterday. I agree with you, Stephen A. I don't think they're back. Although Josh Allen had 275 yards and three touchdowns, two of those scoring drives started inside the, uh, uh, the Jets' 25. Yeah, yeah. On the opening drive, they get the ball at the Jets' 21. Did you know they lost nine yards on that drive? <laughs> See, Lord. I'm going to tell you a little something, Dio. Nothing makes you feel better about yourself than hanging out with somebody that's less than you. You see, when you beat the Jets, <laughs> right. they less, they worse than you are. I, so I feel good about myself because they were the sorry rascals are worse than I would have been playing over the last month. And that's what the Jets are. And Stephen A is right. When, they score, when the Jets' uh, uh, defense can't get a shutout 
And I told you, what happens, Dio? We've had this conversation because you've been on the last, like the last six weeks of Monday. I say, Dio, what happens when that defense doesn't get four turnovers? What happens when they don't get scooping scores or pick sixes? What happens when they don't block a punt and put Zach Wilson on a short field? Because I've been trying to tell you, and I'll say it again, you never accept anything in a win. You wouldn't in a loss. And because they was winning, y'all accepted that sorry, pathetic play of Zach Wilson. And now when it comes back, when the tree... The tree has been bearing fruit for the longest. Oh, Zach got to go. He been playing bad, but the defense been bailing him out. But now the defense can't bail him out. Now what you got for me? Put something on it. Shannon, if you took Michael Vick and put him on that offense, that offense is still going to stink with the Jets. That's not a good analogy. Let's be honest. That's not the greatest analogy in the world. The last few years, we love Take Tom Mike Brady. Vick, love him to death, but uh, okay, fine. Take Patrick right. Mahomes. Whoa, whoa, take Patrick whoa, whoa, whoa. Mahomes. You take Patrick Mahomes and you That's put ridiculous. him on that offense. That offense now you're being is, insulting. Is, that is ridiculous. With Garrett Wilson, it'll be with, with Garrett that, Wilson, that offense would be game, average. Do they got running? Do they have running back? That they run the football. Would be average. Could they run it? Okay, no. it ain't average now. It's below average. It ain't average now. Yes. What I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is this. I, I agree. Like, Zach Wilson is what he is. He is what he is. Oh, he is what you he is. You're changing the quarterback in New York. Oh. Yeah, you, but you, but who, who's making him out to be a Hall of Famer? Like, who, who you body. Be a, you no, 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 making him out to be a legitimate quarterback. Yes, you, you were. You were. You were. They can win with Zach Wilson. He's they can win right, what? man. They can win the college football playoff. That's the and only the way, thing they can way, win. By, with. by the way, he's been hanging out with Mad Dog Russo a little bit because he engaged in hyperbole. You notice that you said you were making him out to be an NFL quarterback. He said Hall of Famer because, see, he wants to blow it up. Like, yeah. he, like he know, we know he didn't say that. No. no, but you were trying to paint him as a as a quality quarterback. Yes, yeah. That was you, Danielowski. Yes. You yes, dressed him up. You dressed him up. I never once tr- painted him as a – I said they can win with him. Win because what? the defense was so great. The defense, I've always said the defense was so great. But you, you we, we talk about the Jets like, well, if they just, if they play Tim Boyle, they're going to be better. No, they're not. Their offensive line, Jack Wilson, he did not even have a chance yesterday until six minutes to go in the second quarter. I'm not sitting, this is not a defense of Zach Wilson, okay? Like, he is what he is, the Jets offense, but it's not going to get fixed by changing the quarterback. Let's go to the Bills. Let's, because there's a lot of conversation and noise and what's being said about Josh Allen over the past week. So you mean to tell me that we're just going to brush over the performance that he and this offense had against the Jets defense when I think two or three weeks ago, the head coach, rightfully so, said we've embarrassed every quarterback that we've played this year. Embarrassed them. And Josh Allen went for 275 and three, and we're going to try to quantify it by saying, well, they got possession here or there. They yes, were dominant in this game. They used motion in this D-O. game. They used play action in this game. No, 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 no. You, you guys aren't going to sit here and get out of the what, – How did he look last – okay, let me, okay let me ask you this. How did he look last week against the Broncos with all those turnovers? That's the same Josh Allen. With a, well, now you've got a competent quarterback on the other side. He had one bad turnover last week. He had one bad turnover last week to throw before the half. The other interception just, goes just, off Gabe Davis' head. What about the fumble? The back I fumbles finished, once. I just finished telling you yesterday was the first time in seven weeks they topped 25 points. Seven weeks. 
They top 25 they, points. They hired they they finally fired ran their, their offense listen, the right way. They, they fired their offensive coordinator. Clearly, they weren't happy with the way things were going. And by the way, I'm not sold on Mr. Joe Brady, former offensive coordinator in Carolina. He got fired. His two, his two seasons in Carolina, they were ranked 21st and then 30th in, in offense. Okay, so let's remember, let's not, let's not throw a parade for him for the one unreal. game against the, against the New York Jets. The New York Jets defense, and, and listen, y'all played, y'all know this better than me, man. Listen, how many times do we talk about, and this is just, I, this is just logic kicking in. Yeah. We talk about the violence that comes associated with the sport of football. We talk about the sacrifices to the body and the mind, all right? To go out on a football field and to be demoralized within minutes because you could see yeah. based on what your offense is doing, damn, we don't really have a shot. You sack Josh Allen, the third player of the game, and then after that you don't sack him again for the rest of the game or whatever. I'm just saying, when you look on the offensive side of the ball, I've seen it in my years of covering, just being uh, from a bird's eye view and listening to experts like y'all covering the sport, talking to coaches, talking to players, I have, I can't tell you the amount of times over the years you go like this, man, you just try, man, but – you know, we see what we see. Because Stephen, you know, you 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 see, Stephen. I mean, and you could see it. You could, we gonna talk about Pittsburgh later. You saw what Najee Harris was saying. Yeah. You could see it. Demoralization is kicked in with the Jets' defense because they know they don't have an offense to rely upon because they don't have a quarterback they can trust. Hey, I'm probably the best expert of anybody that's doing this okay. because I was on the 2000 Ravens. Yeah. And all they said is give us 10 points early. If we gave them 10 points early and didn't turn it over, you couldn't beat us. And look when Trent Dilfer took over. We got a lead. It was good night, Irene. I don't care who your quarterback was. I don't care who your running backs were. I don't care who your wide receivers were. And that's what's happening with Zach. Because they're turning the ball over special teams and offensively, it becomes demoralizing. Because, okay, we turn the ball over. We give you the ball. And by the time we sit down on the bench, all right, D, you back up. Back up. We just got off the and field. By the way, right, I'm, right, speculating, right, go. I'm speculating, too. He just seems – he don't seem to be bothered enough. Okay. by the mistakes he makes. I'm just back. To be continued. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5X miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. 
If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Quick takes, let's get it. Big Blue, now we're talking, Shannon. Tommy <laughs> DeVito straight from Jers through three TDs as the Giants beat the Commanders after the game. Both teams were without hot water for showers at FedEx Field. That plane ride, my goodness. Uh, Shannon, did that ever happen to you? Well, I'm probably the last one. I mean, in fact, everybody knows my story, Stephen and Molly, that uh, I'm the last one to talk about hot water considering I had no indoor running water. So <laughs> you, you can figure it out. But it's, it's not as cold after a win. Right. But the commanders ought to be ashamed of themselves for what yes. they put on the field yesterday. They ought oh, to be embarrassed. Well, well, let me tell you this. I know Magic Johnson. You know Magic yeah, Johnson. I do. Um, I was at the, you know, listen, I was at the game. I'm, I saw Josh Harris, the owner for the commanders who owned the Philadelphia 7 Sixers. Mm -hmm. He didn't have much to say about You were at this game? No, no. I was at oh, okay, the Sixers got it, got Celtics it, got it. game, but he was there. He owns the Commanders and the Sixers. I'm just telling you right now. I, he didn't say anything about it, but I know Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. There will be changes right. in the nation's yeah. capital. Ron Rivera, it, it, it's over. And I don't know if Eric Bieniemy going to be there. Yeah. Mm. That's, why we, that's how I wish EB would have thought about that. That's right. Because he, Ron Rivera was on bar time. That's and right. you hitch your wagon to a guy that's on mm. bar time. Mm. Right. And so not well, he thought he was going to get the job. Good point. He thought the offense is doing well, but we not winning games. At least I Listen. do it, and I show I can get the head coach job. But it ain't working out. I don't though. appreciate what happened here. This was a quick take that was supposed to be about the Giants, but right. I see it. It ain't about the Giants. No. All about right, Danny Boy. <laughs> Jared Goff threw three picks, but rallied the Lions from a 12-point fourth-quarter deficit to beat the Bears. Dan and gritty, does Detroit have a legit shot at the one seed in the NFC? Not legit, because I don't think they're better than Philadelphia and or San Francisco. They have a shot, obviously, because they're going to play Dallas late in this season. This is a great win by Lions. Everyone's going to point, oh my gosh, it's the Bears. First of all, they never win these games. Historically, over the last 50 years, four turnovers. They're minus three in the turnover department and find a way to win the game. Justin Fields was awesome in this game, by the way. But I love this for the Lions, finding a way to win this football game. The Lions are eight and two. We could pick them apart all they want. It's Philly and San Francisco in the NFC as the top dogs. And the Lions are right there in that next tier with the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's keep it rolling, guys. Staying in the NFC, Brock Purdy posted a per – Shannon Sharp, do you hear me? Brock Perfect. Purdy posted a perfect passer rating in the Niners' 27-13 victory over the Buccaneers after becoming the first Niners quarterback in history to attempt 20 or more passes, post a perfect 158.3 passer rating in the same game. Purdy credited his teammates, but as for his teammates, Christian McCaffrey loves a fired-up Brock. There's always going to be critics. He knows that. Everybody in here knows that. And um, I like when he plays a little bit edgy, the chip on his shoulder. Uh, I kind of hope the critics just keep coming because it pisses him off. He plays really well. How much did you enjoy that play? criticism for Brock right now is that his teammates are doing all the work. Sometimes they'll say, well, it's just because Christian McCaffrey's on the team. But what's your opinion yeah, on that? Yeah, that's a, that's a horrendous statement. That doesn't, <laughs> that's never been the case. Um, you know, you could make that argument with any quarterback ever. I'd like to ask the Hall of Famer yeah. in the room. Uh, <laughs> has Purdy now proven to you, sir, that he's a star quarterback? No, the reality is the star players on the Niners make Purdy better. You see when Debo got back? You see when Trent Williams got back? You see when Christian McCaffrey could run the football? When those guys were out, when Christian McCaffrey couldn't run the football, who did he elevate? 
Brandon Young, yesterday they had 181 yards per catch. So how much does that go to Brock Purdy? So if I throw you a five-yard route, I take off and go 85 yards. You get credit for an 85-yard touchdown. What exactly did you do? I mean, pointing out the obvious, we've got to stop this notion. I said Brock Purdy wasn't elite. All I did was point out the obvious. How is that hating? I'm the last guy to hate. Check my resume. I feel pretty good with what I was able to do in 14 years. Guys, we've got to stop this notion. When, when analysts critique players and says, okay, this is what I see. When I look at it, I don't see this or I see X, Y, and Z. That's not hate. A lot of times it's pointing out the obvious, but your fan, your fan base thinks that you're hating on everybody that you don't give flowers to. Well, I'm sorry. I think, I, I think Brock Purdy is a good quarterback, mm-hmm. but I think he plays a lot better when Debo and those other guys elevate their level of play right. and put, bring him up. We agree before we get to Dio, and I want you to put Dio up on the screen here. Here's the deal, y'all. We're going to stop. First of all, <laughs> understand that the trolls out there are the ones that, oh, the hell with them. Who gives a damn what they say? And by the way, about flowers, I love this, I love this expression, giving flowers. You know the people who say that? The people who are too damn cheap and been too damn cheap all their life to buy flowers for other people. That's why they don't like giving you flowers, because it's going to cost them anything. Cost when they day. got to go and get some flowers, they ain't got the interest in them. They ain't thoughtful like enough, wife, and they damn sure too cheap. cheap. I give you know, my wife flowers. Uh, I agree with you. You're when not yeah, the least yeah. you from your garden outside, knowing you. When you get 1-800 Flowers for free here at ESPN. You do the reads. Wow. We don't no, know what you. No, no, no. I we go don't to know the store. You. I go to the store, Miles. No. I pick them out because she likes the deli. The deli. No. She likes high you know Who's got the stop best flowers? Stop or Big Y. Who's got the best flowers? Hold on. Who's got the best? No, no. You know who's got the best flowers? Who? Trader Joe's. Best flowers. Last the guy that got the best flowers is the one that you stopped at the red light and you tell him, hey, come on, let me get that, let me get that bouquet right there. <laughs> let me get that bouquet right there. That's the guy that got the best flowers. That's, that's a good oh, point. Man, let, let, let me say this. Let me say this, y'all. Joe's does have good flowers. Let me say this, y'all. Uh, Dio, before you go, bottom line is this. I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time on this. Shannon Sharp is absolutely right. You're talking about Brock Purdy. We saw what he was without Debo. We saw what he was without Trent Williams. By the way, San Francisco with Trent Williams and and Debo, 7-1. Okay, so let's get that out Mm -hmm. the way first. That's number one. Number two, when we talk about Brock Purdy, you're talking about a guy that's working with four first-team All-Pros and seven Pro Bowlers all together. Okay, we got to take that into consideration. We also got to take into consideration that yesterday, the brother was operating with a clean pocket 13.3 yards per attempt okay first quarterback to average 11 plus yards per attempt in three straight games since Kurt Warner in 1999 I mean the man is sitting back there taking pictures calling his honey saying when you want to go for dinner and all of this other stuff before he throws a damn pass okay this is what we're talking about with Brock Purdy so let's just reel it in I'm not saying I'm not saying the brother can't play I'm not saying that he's not handling this business a perfect passer rating is a perfect passer rating but if we really really want to be honest and real about something let's take into account Kyle Shanahan. He elevated Jimmy Garoppolo, did he not? Yep. Didn't he elevate Nick Mullins? I believe yep. that he did. How about C.J. Bethard? He even had flashes for crying out loud. Over the years, we've seen Kyle Shanahan work with dudes that you would have never believed would produce anything. Brock Purdy happens to be a quality quarterback. I think that he may very well prove to be a star in this league, but it hasn't happened yet. We know what Christian McCaffrey is. I, I called Christian McCaffrey is such a bad brother. 
brother, I called it reverse discrimination when he wasn't getting the shine. Because right. if he were black, he would have got more props as a running back. Yeah. Because he's white. You know, white. forget white dudes can't jump. No, white dudes can't run. That's what they tried to say. Right. But this brother Christian McCaffrey showed everybody wrong. He's been a stud for years. I love Christian McCaffrey, okay? But you got that brother. You got Debo. You got Kittles. You, you, Ayuk. And you got Kyle Shanahan calling plays. I mean, come on, y'all. Let's just pump the brakes. When we saw pressure being applied to Brock Purdy, we saw him look a little differently, particularly without his elite weapons. I'm not saying he can't play. I'm not even saying he's not a star in this league. But when you talk about him really, really proving and cementing it, that hasn't happened yet. So what does he have to do to do that is my question. Against stiff, what, against, what does against, he have to do? Against stiff, against stiff big-time competition in big moments or devoid of those stars to rely upon, but he still looks the same. Okay, so one of those things is, is a hypothetical, like potentially not happening. The latter of the, well, what is he going to be without the stars? Okay, well, the, every let's see quarterback what he does in the needs stars around them to go play as good as they can. Okay. Every quarterback needs the proper people around him to reach the levels that they are capable of. Who play We've seen him perform, big, perform in big time moments. We, we saw him dump truck the Dallas Cowboys defensively, okay? Here's the thing Is Brock Purdy a quarterback you win because of? Or is he a quarterback you win with? I think I'm way more comfortable saying he is unquestionably a quarterback that you win a lot of games with. I don't know if I'm ready to say you win because of Brock Purdy, but I also can say this. This offense that we have watched under Kyle Shanahan for at least eight years now in the NFL, probably 10, and the one that we've seen in San Francisco for six years is a completely different and improved and better offense with Brock Purdy. So while you might not sit here and say like, hey, he, he's not a quarterback that we're going to put in the conversation. You win games because of, and there's like four or five of them on planet Earth. He's made this offense different and better than it's ever been in San Francisco. And that makes him a star in this offense. That Can makes him a star in this league. Can I ask you a question? Has he made anybody around him better? Has he made Debo better? Because Debo, Debo was an all-pro before he got there. Has he made Christian McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey was a two-time all-pro. George Kittle was a two-time all-pro. So I want you to tell me the players that he's elevated or he's accentuated that says, you know what? Like Stephon Diggs did for Josh Allen. Like uh, 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 A.J. Brown did for Jalen Hurts. Tell me the, the, the guy that he's done that for. I absolutely think he's made Brandon Ayuk better. I, I think Ayuk's production has been better this year with Brock Purdy. I think their offense has been absolutely more explosive down the field. I'm not going to take anything away from a, from a McCaffrey or a Debo or, or, or George Kittle. They were fantastic players before, but they haven't dropped off. I know that. And the offense as a whole has become a better offense. So outside of Brandon Ayuk, I don't know if there's one player that I sit here and said, well, George Kudo went from the best tight end in the NFL to the best tight end in the NFL. Debo went from the best weapon in the NFL to the best weapon in the NFL. McCaffrey's become a little bit more of a pass-catching threat, I would say, yeah. as a traditional, like a, a non-traditional designed pass-catching yeah. back when it comes to some of the checkdowns that yeah. he's gotten to. But there, there's no debating, Stephen A. And Shannon, this offense is a better offense. I think this offense is the toughest offense in the NFL. Stop. 
When Brock Purdy's in rhythm, this is the toughest offense in the, offense in the Shanahan. NFL to stop. That's primarily because of the play call on Kyle Shanahan as opposed to the play of Brock Purdy, I think, number one. And number two, let's not forget to give Jair Brown a little love. Tipped pass and an intercept. Yeah. Negate into a Tampa Bay's last drive. Got to give him some love, too. And plus, look at what the defense has been. You see what happens when the defense couldn't lock it down? You see what, what happens? Now, no see, quarterbacks I, could be good for y'all. Oh, no, no. I want to – when I, I've, all I've asked – is that I want to see every possession and every throw matter. Every down counts. Because I've seen that the last couple of weeks before they got back on this winning streak. I saw when throws mattered and possessions matter, I didn't see him rise. I didn't see him elevate his play. I'm not saying that he can't, but I know what Kyle Shanahan can do. Kyle Shanahan got an MVP out of Matt Ryan and got a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. So I'm going to give him his credit. I'm going to say Brock Purdy is a, is a good quarterback. But y'all want to y'all keep throwing this elite term. That's what. But Matt Ryan was like the number two or number three pick in the NFL draft. Matt Ryan is going to be in the conversation for Hall of Fame. But before Kyle, you weren't talking. You weren't talking about no MVP before Kyle got there with it. Matt Ryan came out in 2008. I don't know what else Brock Purdy has to do. I'm just asking you a question. Were you talking about Matt Ryan for the MVP prior to Kyle working with Kyle Shanahan? It's a simple. Okay. No, I'm just checking. Brock Purdy, perfect passer rating, kudos. But I, I, I'm pumping my brake because, like you said, there's only a handful of elite quarterbacks. This notion that these everybody wants to be elite. Well, you had a good game. He's elite. There's always only been a handful. of. When I played, you had the Elways and the Montanas and the Brett Favre and, and uh, 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 the Steve Young. They weren't 10 elite quarterbacks. Now, all of a sudden, we got 10 elite quarterbacks? Man, stop. All right. We'll see the That's Niners. Fair. I agree at- with that. The Seahawks, that's Thursday, Thanksgiving, 820 Eastern. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. 23-20 defeat to the Green Bay Packers on Sunday was the Chargers' fifth one-score loss this season and their seventh straight loss by three points or fewer dating back to last season while responding to a reporter asking if he would consider significant changes on defense. Staley said this. I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme, full confidence in that. we got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. I just need to take a moment. I just need to marinate on yeah. that. I've seen it like 800 times, but I still needed it. Uh, is Staley's seat the hottest among NFL I, head coaches I, right he now? He should be, number one. The first one, he shouldn't be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Let's get that out of the way first. Secondly, I love it when a guy looking like Richie Cuttingham from the Happy Days in the <laughs> 1950s tries to act like the tough guy. He is right when he said to the reporters, don't ask me that question again because the reporter asked the wrong question. Talking about you calling the defense, what the reporter should have been asking him, how fearful are you for your job? Because you deserve to be gone. This man does not deserve to be the head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. I've been on the record saying this since he blew a 27 to nothing lead in the playoffs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were up 27 to nothing, 27 to seven at halftime, and lost the game 31-30. I made the proclamation at that time, Shannon. Mm-hmm. They should have made him fly home on commercial. They shouldn't even allowed him on the team plane. He should have been fired on the spot. Okay, <laughs> that's number two. Number three, this man's signature is defense. I will remind y'all he coached as a defensive coordinator for one year. That was with the Los Angeles Rams. I will remind everybody that Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey were his were his two defensive Star players. Wars. How many people couldn't look good with them brothers on the defensive side of the ball to you? But somehow, some way, this is America. This is what makes America special. Dudes like him can end up not just getting jobs, but keeping jobs after one blown lead, after another, after another, after another. <laughs> Wrong play calling, chances taken. That was foolish, foolish chances. Four, that down, took, four, four. All of this other stuff. 0-5 in games decided by three points or less this season. Let me throw this stat at you. Shannon Sharp before you go. Justin Herbert's had 60 career starts. 60 career starts, all right? The Chargers have scored 1,522 points. Impressive 25.3 points per game in those games, okay? Here's the problem. They've allowed 1,525 points in those 60 starts. That's 25.4 points that they're giving up a game. And Brandon Staley has a defensive pedigree, okay? This is a defensive coordinator I just told you about, Aaron Donald, and obviously Jalen Ramsey. Defense, since 2021, when Brandon Staley has become the coach, the Chargers have allowed the six most yards and the seven most points in the entire National Football League, even though their offense have gained the fifth most, fifth most yards and scored the sixth most points. This man, certain dudes are made to be coordinators. If that, 
He is not a leader of men. He clearly doesn't have the pulse of his team. He's clearly feeling the pressure and is going to go after reported way. You in L.A., the second largest market in the United States of America. Right. He ain't he ain't worthy of that. You got to get you got to get a grown ass man up in there. And I'm not trying to say that as a him, as a man, as a person. But I'm talking about as a football coach in the National Football League, as a leader of men, you could see he doesn't have the pulse of this team. And it's not he's right. It's not just the defense, but defense is your signature. And the reality of the situation is he threw his players under the bus. Right. No matter way you like it. Right. Oh, listen, we could, I'm going to call the plays and we, the defense played well and we're doing this and we're doing. In other words, it ain't me. Yes, the hell it right. is. You got rid of Lombardi. Vince's grandson is mad dog said it is. What are you mad about segment? You got rid of him as your offensive coordinator. You got Kellen Moore in there. You're still putting up points, but somehow, some way, you're not positioning yourself to win games. Brandon Staley needs to go as the head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. Somebody else needs to be there quick, fast, in a hurry because you're going to waste this season and you're wasting yet another year of Justin Herbert's career. I'm telling you. Yeah, I agree with everything you say. I think he deserves to be on the hot seat. Another second straight loss by three points or less. The fifth point this season by three points or less. And the Chargers are in every game. But like you said, how does a defense with Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, who went out again, I mean, he plays two games, he's going to be out a game. Derwin James, Murray, Asante Samuel Jr., how how many games are you going to lose with that kind of talent on the defensive side of the football? Sebastian Day is over there also. How many games are you going to lose? It's about, I'm going to be calling the defense. You've been calling the defense. The question is, why is the defense this bad when you're calling the plays with that level of talent? Man, Justin Herbert deserves so much better. And there have been games that he didn't play well. But for the most part, all the stats that you read off, Stephen A., he's been playing well enough for his to win these games. <laughs> it's just that he'll have a lead and go to the bench. And everybody that plays that defense has career days. That's right. That's the best day of Jordan Love's life. I know. They were just getting ready to run him up out of town. That's right. And now they say, well, we got Aaron Rodgers all over again. There we go. After he played that defense. There's a disconnect, and I read, I, I don't know if it was a safety, said changes need to come. Right. And I don't think he's talking about from a personnel standpoint. There's no question. There's no question. They got the personnel. They don't have, they don't have the leader. I'm not even saying the man don't know what he's doing X and otherwise. I'm saying he takes chances when he shouldn't. Right. Okay? He's foolhardy in that regard. He seems on a personal mission to prove himself instead of prioritizing simply winning games. Now, it's not his fault that Quentin Johnson dropped that Dro- touchdown pass. It's not his Keenan fault Allen that Johnson, Johnson, Keenan Allen dropped it, hit it right between the numbers. I mean, right between the numbers. It's not his fault that those things happen. But nevertheless, every Every time pressure, close situations come about, Brandon Staley has come up short. And in the end, when you lead, when you see the personnel on that side of the ball, this is Los Angeles, California. They got better mm-hmm. things to do than watch this team you're blow absolutely lead. Correct. They got better things yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. You got you, and you're the Chargers. You're looking. You're starving for a fan base in that locale because this ain't San Diego. You can't have this man That's leading it. this team. We're up against the top of the hour, and they got a tough one on Sunday Night Football. The Ravens come to town. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ravens at Chargers yeah, Sunday cool. Night. Baltimore favored by oh, four. That's, that's the Sunday. Yeah, you're gonna go. I might, I might try to go to that yeah. game. I think I might. Go. I'm probably going to get a sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to 